In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1.1. Is this truth or is it fiction? Is this the creation of man or the truth of what God has said and what God has done? If this isn't truth, then nothing else in Scripture can be true because this is the foundation of everything else that we read and all that we know. Today we begin a series of messages dealing with creation according to the Word of God and contrasting it with the counterclaims of the world that the world came into existence by happenstance hundreds of millions, if not billions, of years ago, rather than approximately 6,000 years ago, as stated in the Bible, and is established by the only evidence we have from that time period. We all have faith. The only question is, what are we putting our faith in? Are we putting our faith in a science that is not really a science, because science is something that is verifiable and repeatable, And there's nothing that man has conjectured about creation that meets that standard. And because man was not present, nor is there any personal knowledge of creation, nor any way for any person to have personal knowledge, then it has to be listed as conjecture. It may be conjecture based on some speculation and some evidence, quote-unquote, but it's not from a scientific standpoint verifiable and repeatable, and that is science's own standard. Or do we choose to hear the Word of God as delivered through the people of God recorded thousands of years ago? So let's dig in and look at this. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, through chapter 2, verse 3, we see the specific creation week. We see that God did all that was done in a period of six days, and on the seventh day he rested. Everything about this says these were six days, not six periods of geological history or any other conjecture such as that, but the simple statement that there was morning and there was evening the first day. Biblical creation is not compatible with the belief that the world just happened through an extended set of circumstances and processes over many billions of years. The biblical creation upholds the Bible as God's eyewitness account of actual creation events since God was the only one there to observe what happened at the very beginning. We need to understand that the book of Genesis is not some mythological document, but instead it is a historical document that records exactly what happened and has been found to be inherently reliable and consistently consistent over thousands of years. Let's look at some examples from scripture that we have to rely on as a historical account. Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In Exodus chapter 20, verse 11, For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Then we read in Nehemiah, You are the Lord, you alone. 
you have made heaven, the heaven of heavens, with all their hosts, the earth and all that is on it, the seas and all that is in them, and you preserve all of them, and the host of heaven worships you. Nehemiah chapter 9, verse 6. Then in the New Testament, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. John chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Moving to the book of Colossians. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. And finally, Revelation 4, 11. Worthy are you, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. We need to get this. Creation, as laid out for us in the Word of God, the living Word of God, the Bible, is completely opposite and diametrically opposed to the other explanations of the existence of our universe and all that is in it. The two are completely incompatible. From the biblical creation standpoint, we have to start with the existence of God. The creator God of the Bible exists. Biblical creation clearly shows that everything came into being or originated at the time of creation that God did all of this in six normal days, days of approximately 24 hours. God created without using anything that previously existed because before then the only thing that existed was God himself eternally existing in three persons, one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God is not natural. He is supernatural. God's creative activities cannot be explained by using natural laws, and so they are not subject to the limits of natural laws. The Bible indicates and establishes that life has a purpose. The Bible reveals that the God of the Bible is the designer of all things. There's a definite beginning point of time, as we see in Genesis 1.1. Understanding the past and recognizing the past is key to understanding the present. Death was not a part of God's creation, but resulted from the sin of Adam and Eve. Creation was adversely affected or negatively affected by the sin of Adam and Eve. The flood of Noah's time is the only explanation that gives us a clear picture of the current geological structures of the earth. They are explained but are unexplainable outside the flood that existed and occurred. Biblical creation teaches that life comes from life, not from non-life. So let's address one of the obvious issues that opposes biblical creation that the animals have changed or adapted over the years and thus established the truth of evolution. We need to understand what we mean when we say evolution. 
if you're speaking of things in a microcosm, in other words, if you're speaking of changes within a certain species that makes it better adapt, then yes, that existed. But there is no evidence whatsoever of the larger picture of evolution that uh, one substance changed to another, that, that non-life became life, that from a one-cell structure came all of the existence as we know it. The only changes that have taken place and have been ongoing are those within each kind of animal. In other words, a cat might adapt over time, but a cat didn't become a dog. Psalm 19 verse 1 says, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the sky above proclaims his handiwork. All of the stars, the moon, the sun, everything that we know of in our own galaxy, as well as uncountable numbers of other galaxies, are all created by God. God made it all in addressing the issue of time, the time that it took for creation. The scripture clearly says that God created the heavens and the earth and all that we know in six days. The reference to day in Genesis refers to a day just as we understand it now. And don't be fooled into believing that if you just stretch those days out and make them long periods of time, that somehow you can make the Bible fit with different scientific or humanistic viewpoints. This may seem reasonable to you to do, but it's only reasonable if you reject what God has said. Have you ever thought about the fact that belief in creation or belief in evolution both require faith? Because both views make claims about an unrepeatable past that was not seen by any human being. But those who believe in the Bible account of creation have the advantage of appealing to God and to his word. God, who knows all things, was always there, created everything, is all-powerful, and cannot lie. There is a resource that exists through uh, Answers in Genesis, a ministry, which contrasts the competing views regarding creation. And here is a summary from that chart. On the creation side, in the beginning, God created. On the evolution side, or man's word, any alleged God is not necessary. All things came about through natural processes without God. On the creation side, God's word is truth. On the other side, there is no absolute truth, yet they illogically believe that this is the absolute truth. God created the universe in six 24-hour days around 6,000 years ago. The evolution side says the universe was formed over billions of years. From the creation viewpoint, God created all living things according to their kinds and told them to reproduce. According to evolutionists, all life evolved from a single-celled organism. God says he created man in his image. According to evolution, man evolved like every other animal. God created marriage as one man for one woman for life. According to the world, marriage can be whatever anyone wants it to be. 
God decides what is right and wrong. According to evolution, man decides what's right and wrong, if right and wrong even exist. Man broke God's law and is guilty before him. Only God is good. According to the world, man is basically good, if such a thing as good even exists. Death, thorns, and disease are a result of man's sin. According to evolution, death, thorns, and disease existed millions of years before man and are the hero that drives evolution. So we arrive at this place. We either see the word of God as the starting point and the authority in all of these matters or the opposing view that man is the greater authority, greater authority than God. Now, which one of those seems arbitrary and capricious to you? If you are a Christian, if you have been born again, and you have Christ living in you, then all of this is an interesting discussion, but the clear evidence is in your own life and in my own life. We know without a doubt that God is who he says he is because we've seen it as he has interacted with us, as he has brought us from death to life, from lost to found. This is not conjecture. This is not uh, some leap of faith that is not based on anything, but it is a faith that is based upon the word of God and the actions of God in our own lives. Not that we need our own evidence to support God, but it's confirmation to us that God is who he says he is, and he has done what he said he will do, and we know that he will continue to. To understand the word of God and to be led and directed by it in life is critical to the growth of the body of Christ. It is critical to going forward with a solid foundation in life. It is critical to understanding the true purpose of our lives. The chief end of every person is to be in a love relationship with God, to glorify and enjoy him forever. Amen. God bless you. Have a great, great day in the Lord.